We are back. I just yelled into the microphone way too loud, but we are back. What is week four, week five? Who even knows at this point? Week five, I think. Week five. We're back with the Marcelo Martinez podcast. Wilco, how are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. It's uh, wow, I really yelled into the microphone there, but oh, excuse me. I am doing pretty good. It's been a long week. Lots of hard work, but it is coming to an end. Looking yep. forward to just shooting the well, breeze a little bit now. Let, let me tell you, um, I'm going to be... Well, first of all, a disclaimer to anyone who listens, I will be eating. So if you enjoy ASMR or whatever, uh, I don't know what the ASMR, food thing is, I don't yeah. know what the food thing is called. But it's, um, it's still ASMR. Uh, so sure. If you enjoy that, you'll get a little bit of that here. But if I can like brush the mic, it's like a thing too. Um, but first three weeks... We sort of had an outline of what we were doing each podcast because we weren't that busy. Then last two weeks, including this one, now we got to so, sort of go a little off the cuff. But you know, we we did that the whole first semester, so we should be we'll be we should be okay. That. So um, let's get right into it. Let's talk a little NFL, I guess, because that's what we usually do. Biggest story of the week: Robert Kraft getting charged with uh, two counts of soliciting sex from a prostitute in a Florida spa. Supposedly, there is a very graphic video of this, which will not be released to the public. But the They said they got has. one of him. They have, Trump's got a graphic-ass video, too. And uh, there's apparently bigger names implicated in this whole affair. What, wait, what are these names? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I was just playing around. Um, I, I was thinking Tom Brady. Um, I, don't I don't think... I mean, Tom Brady, I think, is pretty happy in his sex life. I, I would think so, um, with all due respect. But, uh... I... <laughs> You're the you're one of the richest guys in the world. Well, I wouldn't say the world. Well, you're you own a football team, so you're you're yeah. doing pretty well for yourself. You're definitely uh, a top one percent. And I'm pretty guy. sure I'm pretty sure Mr. Kraft is married. Is it right? He's um, a, I believe so. So, or at the very least, he's in a relationship. Yeah. Even even if you wanted, you know, uh, some type of, I don't know. Uh, <clears throat> oh wait, he he's uh, I don't think he's married. I think he's dating someone who's like he's got a, um, 30, years, oh, she, 30, 40 years younger his than wife, him. His wife passed away in 2011. So he's been single ever since. But, Jesus, you're, you're rich. You know, I feel like you, you can, even at 77, you can sort of get a lot of any women that you want without having to pay for it. Definitely. Um, but, uh, that's This is tough. I mean, um, in terms of repercussions to the Patriots, I don't really think it will have any um, football-wise. Maybe image-wise, I guess you could say that the optics are not great. Um, seems like the Patriots are behind him. There was that whole picture of Tom Brady giving him a big hug as mm-hmm. he came out of the car. The only football-related um, consequence or effect, yeah, consequence, I guess, that I could see this having, and I was writing this in my sports reporting column just now, a little plug there for the Stony Brook School of Journalism. But, um, you know, Kraft, obviously this is a big PR hit for him. And Colin Kaepernick, his agent, tossed out the Patriots as a possible <laughs> destination. So the only thing that I believe yeah, could relate to this is just I don't think Kraft would potentially want to hurt his reputation even more by signing Kaepernick now and pretty much giving the media, you know, free reign to take hits on him. I mean, well, Kaepernick's a whole nother thing, but... To me, no matter what you do to the Patriots, as long as Bill Belichick and Tom Brady are healthy and well and you're on the field with the Patriots, there's not much you can do to stop them. As you saw a couple years ago, 
They suspend Tom Brady for four games, and what does he do the same season? The guy wins a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. So these guys, you know, the whole uh, Spygate, that too. You know, these guys have don't have the best PR over the last decade plus, two decades really, but they don't care. They're still gonna they're still gonna win no matter what. Yeah, and um, touching on some more football news, which we did not cover last week, I don't think, is the whole Colin Kaepernick deal. He reached a settlement with the NFL for his collusion grievance lawsuit. Yes. Um, believed to have a, received a sizable um, yeah. payment. The, I don't think they did, disclosed that, did they? They did not, but I have heard th- I have heard rumors that it's um, between 60 and $80 million that's been reported um, by some outlets. Obviously, Kaepernick, his NFL future is still in doubt. I mean, that hasn't changed. Um, the Panthers and the Patriots were tossed out as possible destinations by well, his lawyer by his lawyer so well they got, you also wanted 20 uh, was it 20 million from the, from the american AAF. Uh, what, AAF american yeah. alliance of football That's which um i mean i think you know but actually touching on that um the AAF they actually i don't know what happened exactly but they either forgot or they did not pay their players for the first week so that's not off to a great start, clearly. That's yeah, a horrible start. And um, it looks like Kaepernick dodged a bullet there. Yeah. Speaking not off to a great start, I just dropped sauce on my leg, but not great. Um, but yeah, you gotta establish. You kind of want to establish uh, that you have enough money to pay people within the first week. Um, yeah. But it's interesting about all these football leagues popping up. Because now uh, the XFL is coming back in 2020. 2020, that should be fun. I I, I don't know. I don't know what's, you know, it's going to be another Vince McMahon creation, obviously. But I don't think it's going to be anything like what it was. I don't think so. First time. I mean, I think we even touched on this uh, first semester, Mm -hmm. but I think that Vince McMahon potentially. I mean, I I know it was unlikely, obviously, because he is a big Republican very close allies or friends with Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. But I think they missed a chance by not um, pretty much marketing the XFL to people who are disenchanted with the NFL, yeah. partially due to the whole Kaepernick thing, to the CTE situation and well, various lawsuits surrounding yeah, no, that. Well, unfortunately, the XFL sort of developed a bad reputation because uh, they promoted getting CTE, basically. Basically. They remember they started the game. Instead of a kickoff, they'll do, like, the fumble the thing. Rush, they just yeah. put the ball. The, I don't I forgot what it was called, but you know that you, there were countless people got injured doing that, and they really uh, loosened the rules on you know hit penalties. So, but um, yeah, I I do wonder how the XFL, um, you know, will. I lost my train of thought for a second, but I do wonder how the XFL is going to be related to all of these concussion lawsuits. Um, obviously, Vince McMahon. Owns the WWE as well, which was hit with big concussion losses, yeah, especially after Chris they've, Benoit they've died. They've had concussion stuff. They've had steroid stuff. So they and had yeah, Benoit murdered yeah. himself and his family. So after that, they um, they toned down chair shots to the head and a bunch of other stuff to well, try to prevent concussions. To to be fair, when your finisher is a flying headbutt head off the top rope. off the top rope. You know, you why, look at uh, Jimmy Snuka. He killed people, and th- his thing was a flying headbutt. Yeah, so, you know, I mean, a lot can be said. I do wonder how the XFL will pan out. Um, if if they get off to a better start than the AAF, that doesn't seem too hard now. 
So I wonder who will be involved with that. I would like to see Kaepernick back in football in some yeah. capacity. I think he's good enough to, you know, if it's the XFL, potentially be a starter. Yeah. I don't know what type of elite talent yeah. they'll be attracting. In the NFL, I think he's good enough to be a backup. Yeah, um, I, w- I was just sort of go a little off tangent here. I was thinking as I was reading an email here, what if what if we what if we made it a goal to get Wally Matthews on the podcast? We should. Which is for those of you who don't know, Wally is our sports reporting professor, or he likes to say instructor. Yep. Um, but writer for the New York Yankees for many years. He's uh, he's a columnist for, for the Daily News. I think he's moving over moving to, to Yahoo, Yahoo now. Sports now. Yahoo Sports, but. Uh, you know, his classes are interesting. He allowed us to meet Susan Waldman. Um, good speaker as well. Good, charismatic yeah, guy. Yeah, he's uh, very, very energetic. You see that he's enjoying all this, um, his first opportunity to teach. So I don't know if we'll make it happen, but I would love to get Wally in here. It would be pretty interesting. Um, we'll definitely have to bring it up to him at some point. I don't know if today is the now, day. As we, as, we, uh, as we move on in the semester, because... Uh, mm. Excuse me. Um, we'll we'll try, but he tr- certainly that's an interesting guy to have in here. It would he be it would be a big guest for the press. No, I tell you, I, I'll tell you this. He will. He he's not afraid to talk. He is not. I will tell you that. And on a on another side note related to this, Susan Waldman knows we have a podcast. So that yeah, if she ever listens to this, interesting. Shout out Susan. Shout out John Sterling. <laughs> um, I'm a Mets guy, but. You know, those are two those are two legends in the business over there. Uh, now that we're on the topic of baseball, baseball, what's new? Well, I we'll talk a little Manny Machado. We'll talk we'll talk Machado right now. Ten years, three hundred million. We know we talked about it. I think a little last week. What in, did it did it break? Did it when did it break? Last Tuesday? Um, I believe it broke last Tuesday night last or Tuesday Wednesday night, morning. Wednesday morning, but Machado going to the Padres. Um. Again, I don't ten years, three hundred million. I don't know if the Padres are going to be a contender. To me, they just have absolutely no pitching. Um, but they've got they've got a bunch of interesting prospects. But now that he's signed a deal, yesterday Nolan Arenado got eight years, geez, two hundred and something million as well. And now that leaves just really the big free agent is Bryce Harper, and um, his name either the Phillies or now the Giants have crept into the picture. Ten-year deal, I think the Giants offered him. What's your I take think. on this? I am, yeah, I am seeing a ten-year deal. Um, the Dodgers are also involved now. Which are the Dodgers got him? That's absolutely incredible. What that that pickup would mean to them. The um, it says that the salary levels are not known for the offer. Yeah. Regarding but the Giants, they're going to be at least three hundred million dollars. But it at would least. be it would be the rock the record dollar figure that he has been looking for. End quote. What's his, which it would be a shame if he gets it because I don't think Manny Machado and I don't think Bryce Harper are better players than Alex Rodriguez, who had the original high mark for a free agent. Um, I, he definitely does. They're definitely not better than what A Rod was. But any team that gets Bryce Harper, I think uh, they're going to be contenders. They're the Giants are sort of they kind of needed that big bat last year. They kind of had a slow a slow offense to really hurt them. Uh, towards the dog days of summer. Uh, who else are we saying in the mix? The, jo- the Dodgers, Jesus, uh, that would be incredible if they got him, him, Bellinger, in that lineup. 
along with Seeger, hopefully if he's healthy, Justin Turner. Um, and then who was the the Phillies? The Phillies. I I don't. He fits there, but at the same time, they've got a lot of young players who are going to be free agents. I know they signed Nola for an extension, but they got a lot of young talent that's going to be free agents. So you just got to figure, you know, are they going to be able to sign these guys back? And um, the Phillies, they are supposedly willing to offer Harper over $300 million. Which is incredible. Again, the money I do have a sort of problem with, but the years is what really I have the biggest gripe with is because I I wrote a column on this for a sports reporting class is that out of the 10, I think there's nine players who have ever gotten at least 10-year extensions or free agent deals, none of those players... I, was, I don't mean to classify all of them into this one, but after five years, the players start to decline in their ability. We saw, we're seeing it with Pujols. Chortulowitzki has been pretty much gone for the last three, four years. Um, A-Rod is sort of the end of the one he had with the Yankees. So, again, I, I don't think the – I understand these guys want to be signed for the rest of their careers and have a guaranteed money, but for the franchises, for the owners, it's just I don't think it's good for them. All right, um, it looks like this podcast is going to be a very filled with quick hits because I have a commitment at 4.50, unfortunately, and it is 4.38, so... That's what happens when you uh, get in the middle of the semester with all that work hitting you at one time. For sure, and um, hopefully next week will be a bit less busy. It's looking like it will be, at least for me, but um, we'll see. So now we've done... I was going to say NHL, NFL, <laughs> we've done MLB, NBA. Okay, um, yeah. First of all, why are the Knicks winning? Yeah, that is a big question. And if you look at the roster and if you look at the guys that they put out on the court last night, they really should not be winning, um, if I am not mistaken. Well, I got to say Mitchell Robinson. Six blocks last he, night. He is improving at a quick level. I think ever since DeAndre Jordan has been there, I think that has been an amazing thing for Mitchell Robinson because those are – I said earlier in the year, Mitchell Robinson is just DeAndre 2.0. Mm-hmm. And now Robinson is hitting free throws now. You know, I think in the month of February, he's averaged 11 and 9, I want to say. Plus, the guy will block anything uh, that comes his way. And the funniest thing, he said that quote, I want to say, was before yesterday's game. That he could average six He blocks. could average six blocks if he got more minutes. So Fisdale, he gave it. He gave him the more minutes. And what did he do? Six blocks. Yep. To go along with 17 points and 14 rebounds. Also here, worth mentioning, uh, Henry Ellenson, the new signing, 13 points, 9 rebounds, and 5 assists, yeah. um, 3 for 6 from 3. I've always liked his potential as a stretch 4. Looks yeah. like he is finally getting I like, the I like his form. He gets, he gets really high in his jumper. Yeah. Um, but... Just because the roster looks kind of bad, if you look at this roster, all of these guys, or at least most of them, are looking to earn contracts for next season. They're looking for spots on what could be a roster that could have either Zion, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, or any mix of all those free agents out there. And they want to be a part of what could be a winning team next year. Definitely. And um, let's talk about the other biggest NBA story right now, or the biggest NBA story, I should say. The LA Lakers, who... They are on quite the streak. Train wreck. Um, do you have them making the playoffs right no. now? No. I do not either. No. Nowhere. I, 
LeBron James has come there. He has killed the chemistry. He's he went to L. Let's 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 be blunt here. LeBron James didn't go to L.A. because he believed in this roster. He went because he knew it was a perfect opportunity to grow his star, star in Space Jam, get his son in the high school he wanted him to go to, and grow up getting all the media exposure in L.A. Because he wasn't going to get that all that in Cleveland. Cleveland. He wants, he's focused on his post-NBA life. He's 35 years old. He's, what, he's 35, 34? 34. About 30, to turn 35, I think. Yeah, he's getting older. He's looking at life past basketball, which, again, you can't blame him, but... You know, you got a bunch of young guys who are, you know, who half of these guys probably looked up to you, mm-hmm. to to LeBron, and it's it's it seems like he's sort of giving up on them at some points. And yeah, I mean, you look at his body language, you look at his defense during games, and it's true that he hasn't really played defense during the regular season for three, four, five years now. But um, the message that he's sending to his younger teammates is certainly bad. Um, he's talking about how it's important yeah. to be exclusively focused on basketball, but then. You know, you have footage of him um, being at the recording studio with Young Thug yeah. the day be- the day before and, yeah. he didn't play. And yeah, and again, it's it, again these players are human. Yes, they have lives. If they want to go do have fun, you know, go for it. But you know, it you you want to see these guys improve. You want to see Brandon Ingram become what everyone was saying the next KD. Mm-hmm. You want to see Kyle Kuzma continue to get better. You know, it's. And I think it does hurt this team a lot that Lonzo Ball is not playing. I think so, um, particularly when it comes to setting the tone, setting the rhythm on D. I think that's a big thing. Um, being unselfish and also even just spacing the floor, really, and guarding the the other player's point guard, I think, is a big thing. Yeah, I I think I think Lonzo coming into league, he was a little overrated. But there's certain things he does that you don't necessarily notice on the stat sheet. But he's one of those guys that the Lakers really, really need to be a successful team. I agree. And um, yesterday I was reading Basketball Reference currently has the Lakers with less than a 3% chance to make the playoffs. That's I think insane. they will not be making it, which at the beginning of the season seemed preposterous to say. I, I hope we have I hope we have some type of audio. I want cuz I I hope we talked about this when the season started in October of last year. Because I don't know if I said it here, but I told people that I do not think the Lakers will make the playoffs, even with LeBron. We will. Um, we will have to go back in the. Yeah, archives. I'll have to. I'll have to go find find that. But Sh- uh, yeah, shout out to Stony Brook Press on SoundCloud, where you can find us each week and yes. go back and listen to look, past episodes. Look at the archives for sure. Um, but <clears throat> but not to give too much look on the Lakers, but the, how about the. The Kings and the and the Spurs and the Clippers sort of the sort of three teams that you you expect to, to sort of be out of the playoff chase right now. Even the Spurs that even though they got DeRozan for Leonard, you know they're sort of on the back end of their mm-hmm. of their mountain of you know ruling the Eastern uh, Western Conference. Clippers were trading everyone away, looking not to win. They're in a seventh spot right now. And the Kings are, you know, they're doing what the Lakers should be doing and yeah. is continuing to get their young players better. I mean, you look at the Kings, and I think that they have the potential to be one of the top teams in the West for the next five, year, five ten years. Mm-hmm. So I've been really impressed with, with what they're doing. Um, I will admit that headed into last year's draft, I was really skeptical of the entire yeah. um, direction that they were taking the team towards, but yeah. they have worked things out really well. The Clippers, 
Um, they're the one team who I'm not really sure will be in the playoffs or not. It seems yeah. like they're kind of in the middle. They're indecisive they, about whether or not they want to yeah, like, the, tank the slightly. Player, the or, players there want to win. But I, I don't I think, think management does. The yeah. management doesn't want to win. I, that's what I think it is. They're trying to you know, get a better draft pick or whatever. Which is reasonable. But, yeah, it's reasonable. Maybe they feel that they can't beat the Warriors. They can't beat, excuse me, Denver or OKC. But it's still a pretty talented team. Doc Rivers is a good coach. It's hard to count out a team that Doc mm. Rivers is coaching. Yeah, and um, all right, looks like we're going to have to wrap up. But one last note on that. I do think the Clippers next year are going to be a major force to be reckoned with. I am going to say it right now. I think they will be getting Kawhi Leonard. I, I think they will be too. And I think if they don't get him, Brooklyn will get him. That's that's what I think. Um, but we'll real quickly before we wrap up, two questions. Will the Mets give Jacob, De, Jacob DeGrom a contract extension by the time we talk next week? Yes. Yes. Wow. I still don't think it's going to happen. Will Bryce Harper be signed by the time we get to next week? And where is he going if he does? I'm, I'm going to say... I'm going to say he gets signed by Friday. By Friday? And I am going to say that he ends up in L.A. I'm going to say DeGrom will not have a deal. And I think that Harp, with our luck, because we've had some a lot big breaking news either break the day after. Or, or like right uh, after we finish yeah, this. Like, yeah, like the Bayheim thing, we didn't even get to talk about that because that broke literally the day after we did it last week. But... I think Harper, we're going to find out during our class tonight. Okay. Harper is going to sign, and he is going to sign with the San Francisco Giants. Ten years, $325 million. That's my prediction. All right. Book well, right there. For me, for my co-host and good friend, Daniel Marcillo, this has been another edition of the Martinez Marcillo Podcast. Yes. Thank you for listening. Stay tuned on SoundCloud. Like this. Share yep. this with your friends, with your family. And we will see you all next week and now that the Mets are playing baseball again let's go Mets